I feel like we've still got a couple years, I feel like, where it, it's still kind of like prime time to start a podcast and get in. Four years, five years down the road, like you're going to have these big media companies that are just going to dominate the consumption. Yeah. I mean, they're probably going to account for 95% yeah. of the consumption out there. You are listening to Podcast Success Secrets. This podcast is for people who want to become the best at what they do and build a community around that. My name is Daxi, and if you want to learn the best way to start or grow a podcast, visit podcastsecrets.co. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Podcast Success Secrets. On this uh, episode, we're going to be talking about industry, things that's going on in the podcast industry. I don't think we've done an episode like this for a while. Probably like been over a month, right? Um, Probably, yeah. And honestly, like a lot of the stuff that happens in the industry is like repetitive. There's always a new app or always a new platform and the old ones always fade and a few stay around. But there's some interesting stuff that I want to talk about. Some things being around podcast advertising, which this could be a whole another episode, actually. <laughs> it's a big topic. Yeah. We have a lot of opinions on podcast advertising. Content creation, kind of like ideas. I want to kind of brainstorm about that, like what people can do to make content easy. I made a post about a content style this morning that was interesting that I was thinking about um, that I think most people don't think about. So it's kind of what I'm doing on this right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm teasing right now, just hard. <laughs> like I'm not revealing the goods. And then we're going to talk about other media, big, big media companies and what they're doing in the podcasting space, et cetera. So with that, we have someone who's going to join us. What's up in your world, Ryan? Anything new you're seeing in the podcast industry? Or No, I mean, I'm ready to dive into those topics. I mean, I've I spent about an hour today reading about some new stuff in the ad tech space. So, yeah. Right. What, is, what was that? How the new updates with iOS 14 is going to impact oh. the like that ad industry overall. And then what effect, if any, does that have into podcasting? Yeah. So we can just dive into that. When I was... The reason I wanted to talk about podcast ads, because someone wrote an article about this, and I've kind of always thought this, but I've never heard anyone say this. There's a lot of brands, because there's an ar another article about a lot of more brands want to advertise on podcasts now. But it's, I feel like it's actually not the best advertising platform. I don't feel like it's a good... Why is that? Depending on how much you have to pay for a customer and how much kind of shows are available, I think, for certain demographics. If, when you compare it to all the other ad platforms out there, I mean, it depends for certain niches. It could be interesting. But overall, like, I don't think it's the most lucrative opportunity for, for ads. I don't know what your opinion is on that. but I mean, I think there's different types of advertising, right? There's, there's direct response, right? Where you're, you're, trying to, you're trying to elicit something from that person. And then there's what you see. You see a lot of sponsor type advertising done in a way that their goal isn't it's in some way their goal, but their goal isn't to get someone to purchase directly from hearing that ad. A lot of these companies, they have budgets that enable them to just do branding plays. So their, their whole goal is to just keep indoctrinating you with their name, their brand, their message. And that's why they do podcast advertising. Yeah. And I mean, it could be more lucrative based off of what you were saying before the with the ad tech, which we can dive into iOS 13. Uh, 14? I don't even know. I don't, I'm not an Apple user. I, guess, I mean, I would say it's going to make it less lucrative, not more lucrative. 
because there's oh. going to be less inventory available. Thus, it's going to be more expensive. More lucrative for the podcaster, I was thinking, not for the, yes. not for the brand. So we can talk about that. Yeah, what what did you, what did you kind of see that that point that, that kind of stuck out to you? So if, if you're not aware, in iOS 14, there's been a lot of buzz on how you're, you'll basically have to opt in to see personalized ads on your phone within each specific app. So for example, if you download the Facebook app or you get a new phone that comes out uh, with Facebook, when you open that app, you're going to have to opt in. They call it an explicit opt-in. Historically, this was what they call an explicit opt-out, meaning you would have to go into your settings, drill down deep, and literally find the place to say, I don't want to see ads basically anymore and enable that setting. Now they're flipping it to where it's going to be on by default. And if you want to see ads, then you have to say, I don't remember the exact verbiage, but yes, I want to see uh, personalized ads uh, in this app. And that'll be specific to every single app on an iOS device, starting with iOS 14, which just got pushed back to early Q1 2021. So when that's rolling out, then it's going to be an explicit opt-in. And that's going to change... Uh, I think it's going to drive prices up, obviously, on on Facebook ads themselves, because even Facebook themselves said that with this update, 50% of their revenue could be gone. 50% of the that the whole company brings in could be gone, and it might not make sense for them to even have an iOS version of Facebook anymore. So, which I don't think they would do, but just they're just trying to drive home a point. Uh, so I think that that's going to play into podcasting because it's going to drive more advertisers to look for podcast sponsors. So I think that means that uh, CPMs are going to go up in podcast world, right? That uh, an advertiser like Facebook is probably a big like how much revenue do they make from their advertising year? Probably tens of billions, maybe hundreds. Yeah, look at their look at their revenue divided by hundred <laughs> divided by one hundred percent. So. Yeah, but I mean, it's going to make CPMs go up. And I, I think that's going to do two things. One, that's more money for those those big podcasts out there that are already doing, that are already sponsor-based. Uh, a lot of the people in our market that we work with, it doesn't make sense for them to do th- this type of stuff. But what it is going to do is it's also going to drive brands down to lower tier shows, lower tier meaning less downloads. Whereas before, they wouldn't go after a show that had less than 100,000 downloads a month. For example, now they might entertain shows that have 50,000 downloads a month because there's going to be more advertisers coming in and less inventory podcasts to advertise on. So I think that's going to be one of the probably many ways that a change like that is going to impact uh, the podcast space. And yeah, I think what we were talking about, what we kind of picked up from that article is that the big thing is that businesses are going to have to produce their own content more Mm because they can't really rely on the insane gift that was Facebook ads. Yep. Like how, like, cause I, I think that's one thing that I don't like too much about. And when I was talking about the ad industry, I didn't mean for brands, I meant for podcast. Mm-hmm. So growing podcasts through ads. The thing with Facebook, because it was all centralized, you had huge distribution and you just kind of had a lot of knowledge or data because it was all kind of centralized. Like who did it, doesn't use Facebook? But like podcast, a lot of the ad platforms, they're all like, they're separated. They have different demographics and users and you can, you know, kind of, tap tap out of it for a while like i know uh recently i was reading an article that pocket cast is, is either pocket cast or overcast they were they're sold out till november on their ad slots it might be overcast i think we've used it before 
yep. um, all their slots, which is like sucks <laughs> for an ad platform that it's like so dynamic. It's not like consistent. I think that's the big piece, you know, brands producing more organic content to make sales, promote their yep. products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Those brands that are reliant on paid media to for revenue, right? All their revenue is coming. There's plenty of companies out there. Some of our clients are heavily reliant on paid media. And this is going to push people more back to organic content as a way to reach their audience, cultivate new leads, and ultimately generate revenue, which is yeah. awesome for us. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I think I think that segues into one of the next topics I want to talk about, just content in general and podcast content. It's something I've been studying more you know, just using Google and seeing like what ideas people have out there for content types. And I have a lot of, I, I took a lot of notes today on, on different types of content, but one that I know is the most universal and it's kind of what I was just, what we're doing here. A, a blog called it this, I don't know if it's the right word, but they call it newsjacking. I don't know if you've ever heard of that term, newsjacking. Mm-hmm. No. But if you think about it, it's it's pretty much what every other media, big media or news company does. They just take other people's stories, other people's ideas, other people's, results, et cetera, and they just spin it or they just present it on a platform in a unique way. I think anyone who's like in a pinch for content or just like wants to know what kind of content to do, like just talk about what news is going on in your industry, you know? I think that's an interesting thing. So Yeah, it's just opinion based content at that point. Yeah. Your opinion on X topic. On YouTube it's weird, like reacts content. I would never think that that's a thing. Like it's literally like there's a few channels I've seen, like comedy channels, where it's just them watching other comedy shows and laughing, and people like like that perspective more. I don't get it. Um, yeah, that's uh, yeah. There's some weird stuff out there that takes off. Yeah, and I know on Twitch, a big portion of the biggest streamers, like the just chatting streamers, like most of their stream, they're just watch, they're just literally browsing the internet, but they're doing it with a community. And yeah, very- and you know, as I thought about that, you know, people watching other people watch comedy shows. Like, think about like if you watch a comedy show by yourself versus yeah. if so you watch it with somebody. Like, you laugh way more if there's somebody else in the room with you. You know what yeah. I mean? They probably want like that that aspect of it. I think I think it's almost because I I mean I watch some people who just watch other stuff online, some other streamers, and it's almost because you feel like you're their friend that you're just experiencing it with them in that moment. And there, there was another article on Pod News that talked about percent of Americans listen to podcasts to improve their mood and how with the pandemic, there's been a bigger trend in people listening to podcasts to avoid loneliness. Yep. Um, a lot more relationship podcasts, like 145% increase in daily active users for relationship podcasts since March. Because everybody's stuck at home, either they're with somebody or they're all alone right now, which is going to be in the next few years is going to be huge for mental health. Yeah, I'm, but I mean, just even thinking about podcast content in general, why people listen, like to improve their mood or to make themselves feel better or for mindfulness, like that. It's it's good to know that and how you do your content, uh, so people are actually feel like they're getting something out of it. So. Yep. Well, so what else did you learn? What other type of content? Uh, Hype, as you called it. So pretty much, uh, like a lot of, and you have to be big to do this, but a, a cool one is like PO box opening, either videos or streams. Like if you have a fan base, 
you know, announce that you're going to do like a PO box opening, they could send whatever they want, say whatever they want, whether it's a, it's a written note or a gift. Um, and that you do a PO box opening stream. The, the podcast version of that is reading, that, rating and reviews. Yes, that is a podcast version of that. And a lot of people do that, like question and answers, reading, ratings and yeah. reviews. Yeah, um, it's a good thing to get into to build some affinity with your audience is to like spend the first two, three minutes of a show, like reading some ratings, reviews. If you have one, build affinity, you call out those people and two, you're encouraging people to go leave a rating and review. Yeah. Hundred percent. And selfishly, actually, I was actually looking at ideas for live streams, not more than podcast. But I'm sure the pieces of it can be used. People do that for YouTube, hundred uh, percent. Let me bring Lewis in. Yo, yo. Oh, we what's got going small on, guys? real estate here. <laughs> We're really tight. <laughs> You're We're just real. shorter than all of us, by the way. <laughs> I, I thanks for pointing that out. <laughs> We're getting the nostril view. I love it. Oh, <laughs> what's man. up, dude? What's going on, guys? How you been? Doing good? good, man. Doing good. Yeah. So you you missed the best Chilling. parts, dude. Oh, uh, so, what I missed. Uh, uh, we were just talking about you know podcast advertisement, the state of it, what we think about it, <laughs> and right and right. Yes, and that. Oh man, like all kinds of crazy shit. But um, I, well, first of all, let me hear what you guys are talking about. So before yeah, I yeah, so add, I mean, there's two sides to it. I, obviously, as a brand wanting to advertise on podcasts, but also how mm-hmm. can podcasts grow with ads? you know, using ad platforms as well. Um, like Podcorn? Podcorn. What's that? Yep. Yeah, like Podcorn. But one of the things we, we really spent time talking about was what's happening with iOS 14 and how it's going to be mm-hmm. explicit opt-in and how that's going to turn, it's going to create more demand to advertise on podcasts. And it's probably going to drive CPMs up. And it's also going to drive brands to advertise on smaller podcasts that they wouldn't have considered in the, in the past because inventory is going to be eaten up. Oh, I didn't know about this whole iOS 14 update. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you an article. It's uh, so the yeah. short version, so people don't have to hear it again. It's yeah. they're you going can look to at it, but it's kind of wordy. I don't know if it'll be. Yeah, good. it's going to go to an explicit opt-in. So, like when you like open the Facebook app, you're going to have to say yes, I want to see ads instead of going oh. in your like before you had to go in your settings, and it's going to be like yeah. that on every app. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's odd. So, so yeah, yeah, Facebook said it's going to cut their potentially cut the revenue by fifty percent. <laughs> but all apps, really? Like it's all yeah. apps. Like even the ones scammy ones that have like the games with the banners and shit. You know, I hate like, those. They're going to have to figure out how to advertise yeah. more. That is interesting. So you're right. Yeah, it's going to push more people because like podcasting so, is like. A, so let me, let me clarify one thing. Like You'll word. still see ads. You won't see personalized ads. Oh, it's so like retargeting stuff. You mean, exactly. Like, yes. Oh. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I like those ads. <laughs> yeah. So oh, how to do with the ads. pixel? Okay. And like tracking yep. data, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's tracking. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. So yeah, interesting with Overcast too. So you guys know what happened to Overcast? They you know sold out on ads. Or they so so like now they have some update that's basically saying if you have tracking, like tracking stuff on your podcast, they're gonna flag your podcast because it's gonna have like a yellow, like like basically like an outline. Oh, you mean like through, R- hey, in your RSS feed. Like when you go to like select a podcast to subscribe, it's like this podcast has tracking and yep. they'll be able to see, you'll be able, it'll just tell listeners like, hey, we're tracking you. Like um, like a chartable suffix in your uh, feed? Yeah, okay. exactly. I have a chartable suffix in my feed. I think I have one more too. I, I don't know. Um, for one of my shows. But if you have third-party tracking, it's going to be letting listeners know that, hey, this podcast has tracking and 
just like kind of like bringing it to the light, right? Like what yeah. they're doing with Facebook. Is that is that that's, there right now? Like if you go to your podcast and Overcast, it shows that? That's what they're saying. Um, that's the new update. Like I downloaded the app last night to see what was going on, but like it, it didn't give me, it gave me the updated version from three months ago. It didn't give me the updated version that like, that's like the one that happened like this week or a week ago. I feel so, like all that's going to do is confuse people. They're going to be like, why is only this one yellow, but all the other ones are white? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting. Um, and then sporadically, my thought was going to, to, to Podcorn. What people are doing on there, what's interesting, is they're actually paying for interviews. So there's other podcast shows on there that are saying, hey, like, if you um, interview me, I'll pay you. So like they're like I've been telling people to do that for a while, but a lot yeah. of people are hesitant because they're like, yeah. oh, that's not what people do. But I'm like, I mean, if you position it as, hey, like if I'm if you're going to interview me and you tell me like, hey, I got, you know, 2000, 3000 listeners every episode and you position it correctly, I'll be like, yeah, I'll pay you. Like, that's better than me doing an ad. I think yeah. it's promote something, you know? I mean, shows, a lot of shows exactly. do that, right? It's, it's not really like you asking, but you've got like, Entrepreneur on Fire, Screw the Nine to Five, a bunch of shows like that where it's like, it's paid. Yeah, that's their model. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a good model if you can do it. But I mean, you yeah, got so In regards to the, to the ad thing, I was saying too, now I think brands are going to focus more on doing their own content, doing their own shows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's How true. do you guys feel about, uh, I was looking at the top 20 podcast and like, it's all like the big media companies, which I mean, is granted they have the biggest distribution. Right? They have a new show. They just, but it's like New York Times and like yeah, iHeartMedia, iHeartMedia, and all these other newspapers are trying to get into it now. How's it make you feel? Oh gosh, and like it's kind of like there needs to be two. There needs to be like the the media companies, and then there needs to be like another one that has like the, the normal people, like Indiv- yeah. individuals. Yeah, because like of course you're gonna get destroyed if you. Yeah, try it's to almost like if the Billboard media. charts showed well, actually never mind indie, but it's a bad example Sorry. well like indie indie films <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah I, I feel like we've still got a couple years i feel like where it, it's still kind of like prime time to to start a podcast and get in but you know four years five years down the road like you're gonna have these big media companies that are just gonna dominate the consumption yeah. i mean they're probably gonna account for 95 yeah. percent of the consumption out there and th- it's going to be yeah. a trend where, because Spotify got Joe Rogan, where other, you know, like Call Her Daddy was another big one, where mm-hmm. they, like podcasts get bought out. Like if you have a unique idea and you're not like monetizing it well, like people will sell their show in a day. Yeah. Think yeah. about it. It's like they're just, the company like that, they just buy attention. Like let's just buy this guy or girl. Like they're doing amazing work already. So interesting what you said about Joe Rogan. They actually have been censoring some of his stuff apparently. Yeah, yeah so that stock yeah. went down like five billion, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, what's weird though is like it's been like a week, and I checked like yesterday or a day or two ago, and he hasn't even addressed it. So I'm thinking because it still hasn't been like a full transition where the podcast is only on Spotify. I think that happens yeah. like December, December. December. Like, yeah. so I'll wait till that happens because then if it, if it ends up being like new shows be taken down, you know, then it's kind of <laughs> sketchy. But yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they crossed that that bridge in the contract. That's not something they would leave out. So that's interesting. But I think the bad part about like Spotify buying Joe Rogan and it being exclusive is the fact that it's exclusive. And you're going to have all these platforms trying to buy shows. And then it's going to be like 
Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus, and <laughs> yeah. you know, you know what I mean. You're like, if you want to listen to this show, you got to go to this app. If you want to listen to this yep. show, you got to go to this app. You think it's bad for the industry, or yeah, I think it's bad for the consumer. Yeah, for the consumer. Yeah, but like, you know, when you got a hundred million dollar paycheck, you're like, you got a big ego. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> you're not thinking about yeah. people. <laughs> Yeah, you know, so I don't fault the the individual. I'm just saying, like for the ecosystem that is podcasting, like the event is going to get there and it's going to suck, right? It's going to be super fried. It's already yeah. Fried. That is what that that is what made podcasting different is that all of the platforms were kind of had the same content. Other right. platforms, like if YouTube's competing with a different platform, yet it's a whole different like they don't leverage each other's content. But podcasting was like if you're out there, you're out there. You know, everyone mm-hmm. picks you up. So it becomes a trend like that it could get unfortunate so yes that's true i mean and, and you look at it too like what's going to happen another industry or another platform going to come up and do something different and then it's like everyone's going to flock to that thing where it's a new open platform and then it's going to kind of have the same kind of convolution that's happening right now yeah yeah i think it's definitely bad for the consumer a but I, mean, I don't know, like what what happens to agencies who have a bunch of podcasts? Do they turn into networks now too and try and play that game or or what does that look like? I don't know. <laughs> I like when I think about our business, like I don't really see myself wanting to play the agency game. You mean the network game? Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, the, the, we're playing the agency game right now. <laughs> the, the, the network game, yeah. yeah. You did tell me this. I, I, what do you think, Lewis? Yeah. I mean, I've seen some agencies do it where they like, they do a bad job of it, first of all. But I, I, if you're big enough, then yeah, it makes sense. But also like, I don't think it makes sense for most people. I mean, it's funny though, because like I'll get on calls with some people and they think I'm a network and I'm like, no. I'm yeah, there's network. so many out there nowadays that more people <laughs> I've been talking to, like Believe is a big one. I don't know if you've heard of it. And it always seems like a lot of the people in the networks are like, they're uninformed. Or they don't know what the, it's a network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they almost like because everything's on the network to do everything because they're not paying for it, whatever. That yeah. you know, they're always like wanting more. They're like, you know, um, I just read this morning that there was a uh, a network in the security niche. So like defense podcasts, like cybersecurity, mm. all all these types of shows, and uh, they just got bought out by a big defense uh, security company. I'm pretty sure I was just talking to someone. Yeah, the, apparently this this thing, this company had been a network for like 14 years. like, And they just had a bunch of shows like in this super targeted niche and yeah. they just got bought out. <laughs> so they did unionize a lot of the big networks. I don't know if you heard about that, like Parcast mm-hmm. and a lot of the... Because um, like if Spotify is buying these networks, they, they wanted to... I don't know. They, I, I guess I don't know too much about unions, but it's just so like, hey, you know, there's equality and, and gender rights and right. all this other stuff doesn't happen so i don't know interesting yeah how do you feel uh, about presidents making podcasts <laughs> uh, uh, bill clinton's making one that's why i saw he's making clinton one. oh and then obama's gosh. wife just has a big one and clinton oh, yeah. and his wife are coming out with two different podcasts oh hillary oh man yeah the thing is though with when they get when they start podcasts, I'm about to read those reviews probably get roasted. <laughs> yeah like, when they get started podcasts though, they, they they get <laughs> they get paid so much money up front to just do it Right. Yeah. It's not like they're like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast because I'm bored. It's like, no, because someone wrote me a hundred million dollar check and they put a mic in front of my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so Michelle totally Obama. Like, yeah. Michelle Obama. Like, I don't know if you've listened to any of her episodes. Have you guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Arushi just read her book. That it was awesome. 
Oh, so. cool. Yeah, she got a big paycheck. You know, yeah. And she's signed to Spotify, I think. Yeah, so. Spotify. Yeah, Spotify exclusive. Yeah, it's turning into a, like a it's turning into like oh I got a TV show, kind of the same I guess like same kind of deal, now just an audio, and now they can run ads on it and probably make like ten x the money they paid that person for for running ads on that thing. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see when more podcasters get like pitched by brands to actually like promote their stuff when they've this got. Is like, this is what happens when a marketer's following you. Someone said, Dax, you liked your video on Facebook year twenty ten or a new market. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the comments and I was like, I'll, I'll be the first like. <laughs> I like being the first like on my post. Do you guys like your post? I think it's douchey, so I say no. I don't do yeah, it. Yeah, I can't do it, man. Do it. I have a huge ego. Like, I don't... I, I feel like uh, if you have the a reason why ego, I do it, because do when it, it doesn't have a like, it has less screen real estate. When you like it, it gives it a few more pixels. Nah, man. <laughs> Five head. <laughs> oh my <laughs> <And> God. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like the guy looking and like who liked this foot? Who liked this? Oh, he liked his own damn picture. What an idiot! Scroll. <laughs> <laughs> like lost all credibility right there. Oh man. Okay, so uh, when you when you came in, we were talking about I was I was researching like different types of podcast or just even not only podcasts, just live stream like ideas, uh, mm-hmm. what people are doing. So we can talk about that. One thing I was saying is like PO box streams. This only works if you have a big audience, but like PO having box, a day what? where. You, PO box. So like having a day where mm-hmm. people send you stuff or you open it stuff on, on a, on a, stream. Oh, a live. Okay. Yeah. I think another type of content people can do is, is going over specific tools. Um, yeah. I haven't done it a lot, but it's literally just like just one thing. I know Ryan on your YouTube channel, you do it a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, the only reason I do it is because that's what people search. Yeah. That's, <laughs> you do that's it for search. <laughs> for search. It's good. Yeah. yeah. That's the easy one to do. Definitely. Um, I don't know. You guys ever tried this where it's like just takeovers, like a channel takeover? Like, I, I haven't used podcasting much, but I want to do it. Like, where I, I like, like I if you have an audience, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's got to be like mutually sized audience, yeah. though, right? Exactly. Like, this person has to have a big audience and this person has to have a big audience. Someone right. that I'm interviewing soon, actually, he, uh, he has like an audio drama type podcast and he says he does that with someone else. Or with other people. Well, they have like Wondery does feed drops. So I had a, a conversation. Oh, that's what he did. Har- he did a feed drop. He put yeah, I had a conversation with uh, Jordan Harbinger two months ago or so. And I was asking him how his feed drops were doing that he does with Wondery. Like, so basically they release an episode of uh, Business Wars on his feed and he releases the episode yeah. of the Jordan Harbinger show. And he says the worst conversion out of any of the advertising that he's done. <laughs> Oh man, that's that's so good to know. I guess if it, do you feel like that's like a really far stretch in terms of audiences though? Yeah, and he said that like he got like a shit ton of comments. It was like, hey man, I hope this isn't gonna be like a routine thing, like that you're <laughs> just like spamming us with these shows that we don't want to listen to. And he was like, yeah. yeah, you gotta tread really carefully. Yeah, yeah. If the audience isn't like a match for the content, I feel like that's pretty a far stretch. It has to be a collaboration. But- has to feel yeah. like it's it's still the thing. Well, depending on how far off it is. So Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If it was like us, like, you know, podcasting, you guys talk about podcasting, I talk about podcasting, it's kinda like, okay. Yeah. Same content, different person, right? Uh what are some average mistakes that new platforms make? New platforms. I would probably say having too long of an introduction. 
Yeah, that's huge. Man. That, that's more. a battle. I don't know if you face this, but like a lot of our clients want these like two minute long intros and like we're having like, like like the pre-recorded one or for the episode? Like the pre-recorded ones. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, yeah. or or it's just like, even for me, I'm like annoyed at 30 seconds. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. So, we you know, tell people 20 seconds. That's like the target. And even 20 seconds seems kind of long, but that's super quick. Like there's not much. You have to have, be like super concise in your message to get it into 20 seconds. Yeah. Big time. Yep. Yeah, I th- yeah, I would agree. I think that's a, a big one. Not uh, yeah, I think it ruins immersion a little bit when you have to skip. You don't like it, it's nice when you start a podcast and you're just in it from the start. You don't have to skip. Yeah, it. immersion yep. is like a good thing to. Keep. So I actually have been the past like five or six episodes of my podcast. I'm experimenting with not doing a pre-recorded intro at all. I'm doing it live on the thing. So I just kind of open it up. We fade the music in and then I just go, I like naturally tailor it directly into the episode. Yeah. I've seen a lot of like good podcasts. Like Alex Sharfin is a guy I like to model and look at like for what he's doing. He it does that long long, intro. live. Yeah, I know it's, it's live. It's, it's live though. I like that. So it's kind of different every single time. Yeah. But it is, it is unique. Cheesy. It's almost like a battle cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's too. So I had somebody, I recommended somebody the other day and they're like, it's so cheesy, but he has good content. I'm like, yeah, Good boy. <laughs> His outros are really good. I see people like you should model if you want to convert clients from your podcast, like model his outros and how he yeah. positions his content in relative to his offer. That's yeah, yeah. every time and he ties it in there perfectly. Yeah. Like if, if somehow, like if you want to do that, then come sign up here. If you want to do this, come <laughs> sign up here. Yeah, it's called the Momentum Podcast, guys. If you haven't heard it, but uh, it's good. I mean, it's made me multiple times want to you know book a call. The outro needs to be about 90% shorter. I mean, the intro needs to be about 90% shorter, but everything else is golden. Yeah. Yeah. Skip that. Double tap that skip button and you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the original question so, was actually uh, platforms like podcast. I know CastBox, they do a lot of stuff. So like they did live podcasting once they had a feature like that. I mean, yep. they do a lot of cool things and they, they're doing pretty good too. They got like... Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I didn't tell you this, Ryan. And I don't know but, if you know about this company, Louis Fiesta. Um, yes, no. Someone we're working with. He's adding a feature so you can like live stream your podcast. It's, it's pretty good backend, right, Ryan? Like as far yeah. as recording video and audio. But it allows you while you're recording to make highlights for points you want to later clip out and make snips of in the platform. And also... He's adding, he just added this in Amazon Alexa integration for flash briefings. So you can take those clips and make them flash briefings. And like that's a separate. Cool. Yeah, I thought it was pretty unique. Because flash briefings should be just clips. It shouldn't be like, or it should be like pieces. Yeah. It shouldn't be an episode. No, I, I mess around with flash briefings and I just kind of lost it. Like I bought like a year subscription to this thing and got a couple on there, but like, don't have the care or need to like to put a lot of like there's not enough demand on it for the work to get it on there not right now heck no like i think it's like three years out like maybe never maybe flash briefings never become a thing my my guess would be never if i had to bet on it yeah yeah because you can't control it because it's like my flash briefings and like it's just yeah it can get like stuffy i think yeah it's a really weird medium We've tried it's not to scalable like, too. Like if no. someone's only gonna have like two or three, they're not gonna listen to one more every day, you know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If people listen to the same ones every day too, yeah, right. Like the news and something of interest to them, and that's about it. 
Cool. So I think uh, that I don't really have much else to talk about. That was it. I mean, I, what what podcast are you guys listening to? Like, same stuff for me. Same stuff. I've been listening yeah. to audiobooks. What's what's that for you guys? I, I listen to like a lot of Planet Money, Freakonomics. Those are like my regulars, and then I'll listen to like Momentum, Alex Sharfins, and Traffic and Funnels. Yeah. Good. Those are I have listened to all of those, but I should probably get back onto Freakonomics. I listen right now. Dude, it's like two, like Marketing School and uh, Daily Mind Metal. Taylor Welch. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Like shorter episode, higher frequency. I freaking thinking love about it, doing. I can't that. do it. <laughs> what? I just can't do it. I can't bring myself. I think you to could do it. I mean, it's just a same episode length. Like, just chop it up. Right? Did you have you heard how they report those, Lewis? Yeah, it's like a long live stream. Like it's like three hours, and they're just kicking it. And yeah. then they just kind of, you know, do it over again. Like the music yeah, I was so listening. Cool. I was listening to Eric Sue on some interview, I think with Noah Kagan. I can't remember. And uh, he said that like they just show up, they block off like eight hours, like a whole day, and they literally don't even know what they're going to talk about. They just start talking, <laughs> and then they wrap this one up, and they're like, "Okay, let's just build off of that one," and they just keep building off. But they have no idea what they're going to talk about. And they just record a whole month, thirty episodes at one time in one day. You want to try that, Ryan? That's, no, that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you guys are this thing called podstorming? No. This is interesting. So I was on, I was like scrolling through LinkedIn one night and uh, you guys know who David Gearhart is? Uh, CMO of um, Privy. It's like an e-com company. Yeah, I know Privy. So he's a CMO. His podcast is really good. He's a really good podcaster. He was talking with this other dude and they were talking about this thing called podstorming. Basically what it is, kind of like what Neil Patel and Eric Sue have been doing for like last five years, which is do like a 30-day segment of mini episodes targeted around one specific topic that your audience loves, right? So it's like, for us, it could be like equipment or like how to launch a podcast or whatever. And he said like, it like doubled his audience. The dude who did it, like who was talking with them, with David Gearhart. I was pretty interested, but I'm like, that's a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work. A lot work. of YouTubers do that. Like when they make content, they, they batch like around like, one idea, they'll make a lot of episodes that kind of link all to each other. Mm, that um, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's... I think it can be good for certain topics, certain niches. Like I don't think it would work for everything. Yeah. But no, it's it's good if you have that ability to put out that much content. Somebody else that does short stuff is uh, Chris Gillibu with Side Hustle School. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his are all short, and I mean his his. But is it higher frequency? Yeah. Like what? How many? Daily. Daily. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the Robin Hood one? The minute snacks or the day. Uh... Mm-hmm. One minute snacks or something? No, I they're, saw they're that one of the top like, ten podcasts. Yeah, I saw it blew up. Fresh snacks or something? I think I used to listen to it. It's just literally like three, four minute daily tech news about. But they they talk about like investing and and like you know yeah or stocks and what's doing good. But for a younger demo, yeah. <sighs> I think for our uh, for our like podcasting, you can talk about that stuff. You could do a really good job. Like, but I think you just got to get really tactical. Like you know, three ways to improve your mic technique. Yeah, one thing we were talking about. I don't think you were on the call. Uh, we were talking about the how 48% or 38% of listeners listen to improve their mood and how since the pandemic relationship podcasts have grown like 150%. Like people listening because they're lonely or because they want to mainly improve their mindset or how they feel about themselves. So that's yeah. something to consider. Like I think making it too like techie or too heady can sometimes like not take away. 
yeah, it could take away for why people listen, you know? So. Oh, yeah. For me, it's why I listen to Daily Mind Medicine, like highly like personal leadership, personal development, really good stuff. And then marketing school, it's kind of a good balance between like tactical and like personal development, business entrepreneurial yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It balances me out. Cool, cool. Appreciate you guys hopping on. Uh, go follow Lewis on Facebook. Facebook. Um, <laughs> just type in Lewis Diaz. And I'll be like the seventh. There's probably a lot of Lewis Diaz. Well, the seventh, so you've calculated it. No, I haven't. You know your no, SEO ranking on like Facebook? A, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a keyword search. Yeah, keyword in the hell out of my, t- my uh, profile. Uh, no, Lewis Ryan Diaz. I'm the only one with a white middle name. That's why I know me. Uh, <laughs> you can, uh, you can sure. shout out your podcast too if you want. Podcast Domination Show. Podcast Domination Show. Got to have you guys cool. back on there soon. And then Ryan, hustle yeah, Don't follow me anywhere. I'm super uninteresting and not somebody you want to keep up with. Cool, bro. All right, guys. Peace out. See ya. Yo, guys, you actually made it to the end of the episode. So, you know what that means. I actually don't know what that means. But did you guys know that I actually stream all these podcast interviews live in my Facebook group? That's pretty crazy, right? So if you want to get these awesome people that are on my show to answer your questions live, then please join the Facebook group because a lot of my guests, like they would charge thousands of dollars an hour for their time. So you can find a link to my Facebook group in the show notes or just go into Facebook and type in podcast success secrets. If you have any questions you want me to answer or any guests you want me to get on the show, please ask them in the Facebook group. Okay, I think we're done now. <laughs>